Hi, this is Dr. Ed Nichols, and you are sitting with the soup. This is the Madison City School podcast. It gives you an inside look at the great things and people and programs of the Madison City School District. October is School Principal Month, and so we decided that we would invite some of our principals in today. We have with us Dr. Jordana Nelson, the dean, uh, as we've decided, of uh, school principals in Madison. Uh, we have Mr. Jamie Hill, who's the principal at Discovery Middle School, and Dr. Kerry Donaldson, the principal at James Clemens. And uh, these are three uh, great principals in our district. We're blessed in our district that we have great principals everywhere. Uh, we'll take just a second here and let them kind of just tell you a little bit quick uh, synopsis of, of their journey to the principalship. So, Dr. Nelson, we'll let you go first. Perfect. Thank you. Um, my name is Georgina Nelson and I am the principal at Heritage Elementary School and this is my 10th year at Heritage and prior to becoming a principal at Heritage, um, I actually began my teaching career in Madison County prior to us being Madison City Schools. So I have been with the district since 1995. Um, I did take a short 10-year stint where I worked at the Alabama State Department of Education and then like I said I have been at Heritage for the past 10 years. All right, Mr. Hill. Yes, I'm Jamie Hill, the principal at Discovery Middle School, uh, starting my third year, halfway through my third year there. I began my career in 2002 in Madison City Schools as a special ed teacher and baseball coach at Bob Jones High School. Left for one year to become a head baseball coach and have been back ever since. Uh, journeyed into the administrative world in about 2005 became an assistant principal at Bob Jones for about four years, central office special ed coordinator, and then into the elementary principalship uh, about 2014. So I've got uh, 22 years in, in education. All right. Dr. Donaldson? Hello, my name is Kerry Donaldson, Jr. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I made it to Alabama on an accident. Uh, thought I was going to Athens, Georgia play basketball, but I ended up in Athens, Alabama, didn't know this place existed, and I've been here for 20 years, and I've loved every minute of it. I've uh, been here, this is my 10th year as administrator, this is my first year as the head principal at James Clemens High School. Great. I always love when Dr. Donaldson tells the story about being in the back seat of the car and thought he was going to Athens, Georgia on a recruiting trip and was telling somebody on the phone, his mom or somebody, where are you going? He said, Athens, Georgia. And the driver said, oh, no, Athens, Alabama. So uh, yeah. uh, good. You're, that's good. Their, miss, their, their redirection got you here. We'll take credit for that. Yes, indeed. Yes, Every indeed. day these principals um, oversee their schools. And, and, you know, a lot of people don't understand that other than you know, a thousand, two thousand students that they have in a school and a staff of eighty to two hundred, uh, budget of several million dollars. They're like small businesses, you know. And um, talk a little bit about Dr. Nelson. Uh, you, you've been doing this for just a little bit. Um, what is it about your day that that makes it the best day? When you go home and you've had a great day, what what happens that makes it that kind of day? You know. Um, I think Heritage, we always say that we're the big school with the small school feel. And so I just love it when I see those relationships. And we see them, you know, every day. You know, the relationships that the teachers have with each other, that the teachers have with the staff, that they have with the students, that the students have with each other. And then you see kind of how you have that collective agency of everybody working toward a goal of students being successful and doing so in a very fun and engaging way. So those are my best days when I can get in there and see those things happening. And I have the privilege of seeing that happen happen virtually every single day, which makes it certainly worth coming to work every single day. 
So, Mr. Hill, you, you're dealing with middle school students. That's a little different, little different there. And uh, tell us what, what, how's that day go for you? What is that great day? A uh, great day for me is is getting out of my office. Uh, there are a lot of things that we do. I still remember people telling me, you know, I never remember what my principal looked like, and I still don't remember what my high school principal looked like because he never got out of his office. So getting out of my office, being in the halls, uh, seems cliche. It seems like it's re relational, but it really is the truth because there's plenty to keep us behind a closed door. I think it's interacting with kids, knuckle-bumping a kid, high-fiving a kid, hugging a kid, uh, and getting in classrooms and seeing our teachers really work and be successful and, and uh, having an opportunity to spend time with our staff. Uh, so yeah, mine is just being able to be out in the building and be visible and interactive. Dr. D? Yes, sir. So we, we have close to 2,200 uh, students. Um, the exact number is 2,115. And uh, my day is great when I get to see our students uh, every day. And also the, the, the teachers and What's a good feeling, Dr. Nichols, is when someone comes to me and they say the motto. So our motto would be good to each other, love each other, peace, and also <laughs> synergy. So when the, not only when the students come, but when the adults come to me, whether it's parents or our staff, they say, hey, Dr. D, we've seen synergy today. So it's spreading what we're doing in the school, and that's a great feeling uh, from the entire staff and the students. I know that, that you know, over the past several years, the demand of getting in classrooms, the instructional demand, the testing demands. Um, tell me, tell me, doc, Dr. Nelson, how do you handle your schedule to get to do that? Because I know as a principal, there are always things pulling you. There are always drop-ins. There are always those types of things. So how do you how do you handle that and focus on that? Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest challenge that I continually face, and it's certainly something that I work toward all the time, is how do I manage all the various tasks and the hats that we have and do the most important things and, and get out from behind your door. Um, and so I've learned to schedule it in. You know, if I want to be in classrooms, I really have to schedule it in. You know, if I want to meet with my admin staff weekly, I've got to schedule it in. And those important things, you just have to make big rocks, as we say at Heritage, and we have to schedule them in. And sometimes things happen, um, but for the most part, what I have seen is when we actually make that a priority and put it in my schedule, actually in my calendar, then it's more apt to happen than not. Um, and then you can take care of those other things um, later uh, when you have a little bit more time, maybe after school, on your hands. Mr. Hill, when they leave elementary and they go to middle school, they start having... A, a wider array of activities, uh, extracurricular, sports activities, competitions, although we have a lot of those at the elementary school, it, it kind of catches, picks up speed. Talk about, as an administrative staff, how do you schedule so that administrators are there and supportive in doing all that? Because there's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, there is, Dr. Nichols. We uh, adjusting, having been an elementary principal for eight years, you know, it was a monthly type visit and you were really, felt like you're in pretty control of your schedule to a degree and there are a lot more pop-ins and check-ins, but we start with us first. Each administrator is responsible for us. We have to take care of us. Every Monday morning we have a 9 a.m. admin meeting no matter what happens. This morning was a little bit of a challenge, but we're going to have it this afternoon. Get everybody paced out, get everybody scheduled, everybody understands what we got going on. We divide and conquer. We can't all be at every event, um, but we I won't personally want somebody at every event, whether it's me, it's my assistant principals, and I do have a few more APs than the elementary, 
so we can divide and conquer. So I think being on the front end, schedule it, coordinate it, and make sure that we have somebody there. And then follow up, make sure that we're promoting our folks, we're posting information about our folks, and trying to make sure that we're supporting and complementing our program. Um, Dr. D, I know you and I had a conversation the other day. Across our district this year, we have instituted the crisis alert system. Yes. And um, you called specifically to, to share with me uh, an event that occurred where that system, um, you know, helped help you and the administration talk without sharing, you know, anybody's name or anything. Let's talk, talk through how that has changed with the crisis alert system. So I, I'll tell you, Dr. Nichols, uh, it is a great investment off of that one time. Uh, we were alerted. Everybody was on point. I truly believe we got to the situation faster, just as fast as someone radio. And, and you had an ill student. That, yes. That, let's clarify that, that, yes. that you had a student had become ill in the classroom. Yes, yes. And uh, there were two teachers involved. They tapped the send teacher button three times. The alert came, and, and we were there. Uh, within a matter of, Dr. Nichols, within a matter of seconds. And of course, you know, we have a large building, but uh, once we got the alert, we were there. And, and across the district, we've, we've instituted safety measures. The, the, the crisis alert, also we're, we're instituting the exterior entrance cameras and, and things. But Dr. Nelson, talk a little bit about, you, you've been at this for, for a decade. Talk a little bit about what's changed in the job. What, what from, from a decade ago to now, what's changed in the job? I think, um, you know, COVID, post-COVID presented us with some challenges. You know, um, personnel, I, I think, you know, finding, you know, we're lucky living in an area where we have a lot of educators and we're very blessed and fortunate for that. But there are certain areas in which, you know, we are just struggling like uh, to find um teachers or custodians or uh, cafeteria folks and that sort of thing. And I think that's just part of our culture and our community and just part of the job world right now. And so that's been a little bit different because in the past, man, everybody, you know, was willing to work and wanted to come to work. And so, you know, we just have to be real creative with some of that. Um, I think also what has changed has been just um, the amount of time that teachers and students are able to um, be engaged with technology in a very productive way. I think that's a very great thing that actually came out of, of post-COVID is that um, we're able to do a whole lot more in regards to effective use of technology both from our students and our teachers. So we see that and we see a lot of sharing and collaboration as well. Um, well that makes Rachel and Russell that are sitting here smile since that's <laughs> their focus. So uh, I give kudos to Rachel Gibbs and Russell Johnson as they as they not only help us uh, with the podcast, but that's really their focus is helping teachers and students integrate the use of technology. And we've certainly seen that. Mr. Hill, you've been at it a while too. And you were at the high school, then you were at the elementary school, and now you're at the middle school. Um, you know, middle school is a difficult time. I think any of us that have had children go through middle school will say that those are some challenging years. Um, Talk about what what happens in our middle schools to help our students address those challenging years. Uh, I mentioned visibility earlier, but just the the we spend time talking about identity and we spend time talking about approach. We're dealing with 12, 13, and 14 year old students um, that uh, are looking for opportunities to connect and find ways to connect. So we as 
we grew up, you know, we talk about ways to interact with students at the middle school level, and you just felt like when you look back and, and kind of reflect, and I don't really remember, remember that time as, a, as an adult, but as a, as a student, I feel confident that everyone has someone they can interact with. It may not always be their teacher, may not always be their parent, may not be the principal, but they counselors, support, someone to be able to talk to. And it's not always a peer, you know, but I do feel like that's a very important piece at the middle school level for students to have someone they can interact with and talk to um, when there are difficult challenges they don't always know how to deal with. Uh, they don't always say things that they necessarily mean or don't mean, um, but I think having someone to interact with more than ever at that age level is important. Yeah, it's a challenging time, very challenging time. And kids, uh, kids, are, kids are not necessarily mean. I think kids sometimes are just... Uh, don't necessarily have the right things to say sometimes. They need some support. Well, I, I, that makes good sense, and we deal with that sometimes, you know, how, how to have those interpersonal skills. You know, um, one of my things that I've always looked at as superintendent is if I get an email from a parent, my first question is always, have you spoken to the principal? Um, you know, um, most of the time, um, maybe they have, maybe they haven't. I don't know. But um, And I know as principals, you always say, have you spoken with the teacher, you know, um, because we like to solve those problems where, where there seems to be a concern. And, uh, you know, that's the way I always respond is, hey, I'm going to copy this to the principal and um, I'm sure that they'll be glad to sit down and talk with you and work on that at the school level first before, before it, you know, moves to the district level. Um, Dr. D, yes, you're almost finishing one year. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. What have you learned that you didn't know All when right. you started? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> we, now, this podcast only hey, lasts a few hey, more minutes. I'm going to be honest. So, a mm, few weeks ago, I sat down in my office. So, y'all, I like being out, talk to the kids, talk to the staff, talking to the parents. Miss Ward, our bookkeeper, gave me checks and balances. She I looked at the very bottom. It said like $2.3 million. I said, well, what do I do with this? She said, you sign it. <laughs> you want me to sign this? So then I started asking questions. <laughs> what is this? So she started breaking it down. So so it's the, the finance side that I'm learning more about because that's a lot of money. Uh, going in and going out through the Now, store. let's make it clear. We don't have that much money just floating around no. waiting to spend, okay? No, no sir. I'm, yeah, no, okay. Don't want folks out there yeah. thinking we're just flush with that stuff. No, so. sir. This is pay out your checks and balances. So, I, I, so um, it, it was good for me, and, and it's good for me to uh, to learn more about that side. Dr. Nichols, I, I've, I've always knew that side, but but at this magnitude, I'm learning more. And Miss Ward, uh, our bookkeeper, she does a fantastic job of making sure that uh, – I'm dotting my I's and crossing my T's. So that was an aha moment for me uh, when I had to sign that document. I remember becoming a new principal, yeah. and, and that first day, the bookkeeper brought a folder that was yeah. about four inches thick, and I was like, what am I signing? And, and then you start worrying about your own signature, don't you? you yeah, all of a sudden, you're like, first of all, I thought, I told her I wanted my signature to be my full name, and that was a mistake. I should have yeah. just done the shortest version possible because yeah. I was going to write my name a whole lot. Yeah. But then you start looking at what you're signing, and, and mm -hmm. you realize that that campus and the responsibility mm -hmm. of it is broad and falls on the shoulders of each school principal. And I think that that's what folks, uh, as superintendent, I would want them to know, is that 
it is a, it is a small business running financially from that side. On the other side, it is a campus. Uh, and in Madison, we have large campuses. As, as Dr. Nelson said, we're largest small school. Well, it's large. You go around the state and you don't find a lot of elementary schools with 900 students and our high schools with 2,000 or middle schools uh, with, you know, over 1,000. Uh, you don't find that in most places. And so um, having the opportunity to try to manage all that is a very challenging thing. And, and so I just let me say thank you to the three of you. Uh, and, and all that you represent. We have wonderful principals across our district, and uh, most of them have come up through the ranks in the district, uh, have experience. And, and the other thing is we're very blessed to have great schools. And while we are competitive, and we are, we also collegial and that everybody wants all the other schools to perform and be successful. Everybody's competitive about their own. Don't, don't. I promise you when the test scores come out, um, uh, Dr. Nelson reads first, we want to find out where Heritage is. Dr. Donaldson, Mr. Hill want to read those. If it's a ball game, they want to win. It doesn't matter. But there's also a, a camaraderie of, of support and friendship that goes on in our school district. And so I certainly appreciate that. Um, we're going to stop here. Thank you to Russell and Rachel and John Peck that help us and uh, with these uh, opportunities to know more about our school district. And I hope that you've got a little insight into um, the principalship. Uh, always remember that uh, they're there every day working for the betterment of every student in their school. And we're very blessed to have the team that we have. You have been sitting with the soup. This is Madison City Schools, and we hope you have a great day.